Hey everybody, this is Bree. I am talking to you from Gleason Avenue in Portland, Oregon. Feel free to contact me by email to say hi, um, or if you have any thoughts or concerns, at askbree123 at gmail.com, A-S-K-B-R-I-E-123 at gmail.com. Okay, so like I always say, you know, I'm a woman that has lived life, and I have, um, not recently, but, you know, every day try to redevote myself to Jesus and his will for my life, but I always keep my ears to the street um, because, you know, obviously I don't want to be um, naive and not know what's going on in pop culture and politics, etc. It all affects our life. So I was listening to um, a podcast by uh, Righteous and Ratched. Um, Kevin on stage, really like him. They keep it funky. You know, they're, they're Christians, but they, you know, they, they make jokes about the church sometimes. Um, and you know, the trends that are going on and they were talking today about Kanye's performance at Coachella. And they were also talking about just Kanye's church service that, you know, obviously, um, is performed on Sundays. And so, you know, I've talked about Kanye, I've talked about Jordan Woods, I've talked about Kim, right? They are people that are real in this world, and people know who they are. They are trendsetters, they are influencers. Like them or not, you know who they are, so you have to embrace them, you know? You don't have to accept what they do, but you know who they are. Don't don't play yourself, right? So we've seen over the last year or so, and even more, some of the slip-ups that Kanye has made, and he's come out and said that he's bipolar that he struggles with mental illness and when he went on TMZ which you know if you haven't heard by now about TMZ then you must be living under a rock you can definitely go to YouTube and um, look it up and he and he had a very explosive rational interview where he talked about slavery being a choice he talked about you know the pressure of celebrity and etc um and he lost a lot of his, I hate to say followers, but that's what they are. But he lost a lot of his fan base from um, this interview. He also talked about how, you know, to add on slavery is a choice. He talked about how, you know, the I think it's the 12th Amendment that talks about, you know, abolishing slavery needs to be, like reinstated. So people were just, I mean, they were flabbergasted. What is he talking about? Hello, you are a black man, you know. Um, like you we could branch off and talk about this for hours because, you know, he made a lot of political groups in the African American community upset because when you say things like slavery is a choice, obviously you are diminishing the impact slavery has had on African American black people in this country for for hundreds of years you know leading up to you know today what's happening you know in different groups of people and how we hate each other how we function how we do business how we live our lives and so I mean that was just that that could branch off into something completely you know different than what I'm talking about today um flash Today, when I'm listening to this podcast, he has a service where he plays music and he, I believe, encourages people to come into this spiritual awakening and this experience, and he's using Jesus' name. And so he plays a lot of music that has 
um, gotten a lot of awards. You know, one time I saw a clip and it was Fred Hammond and he was jamming out to that. And, you know, I have to say, like, he's a talented musician, right? He had some of the best singers up there um, singing away and they sounded on point. Like, I was even jamming like, yes, like he remixed, you know, um, you know, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I mean, he's singing the word, right? Like, he is I won't say preaching the gospel because I don't know if there was like a sermon or so of him talking about his life. I wasn't there. I haven't seen that part. But I know that the praise session was on point. I mean, it was just beautiful music. And it was the word of God, some of these songs. The problem that has come up that I was, um, I, I peep game to today is that now he's kind of turned it into a business, into popularity, right? Um, like they were talking about how, he has merchandise now, you know, like a lot of musicians do at their concerts. And when they perform, it's an option to buy it. But he had something like Jesus Walks Holy Socks. And he was selling them for like $75. Then he had a sweatshirt that said Holy Spirit. And he was selling that for $220. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a business person. You know, everybody knows that's been listening for a while. I'm an empowerment lifestyle coach. I'm all about people getting their money organically, right? Like turning those likes into revenue. Get it, right? Like, again, he has a fan base. He has a brand, a presence. So him being Kanye, not to add that he is now joined up with one of the most popular and successful families are Kardashians, right? I get it. Him just putting his name and his product out there, people are going to buy it. My problem is, is is he leading people into a shallow relationship if there's a relationship at all? I mean, my friends and I talk about our walk with Christ pretty openly about how it is very beautiful and how it is life-changing, and how when you have a connection with the creator of the earth, I mean, that's the ultimate hookup, right? Like, if you believe the word, and you believe what God is saying about our journey on this earth to become closer to his son so we can have everlasting life, it's very beautiful. It's a beautiful love story. However, there's things about walking with Christ that are hard, Right? He talks about in his word, you know, if you're going to follow me, you better pick up your cross and walk. And what he means by that is that there's going to be persecution, right? Like I was at a home meeting the other day, a Bible study, and this guy said it's so great. He said, you know, when you think of suffering for Christ, some people think of like, you know, being stoned to death or like, you know, having a wounded hand and that is your, you know, that is something that you have to live with. I think Paul talked about it one time that there was like a thorn in his side and some philosophers and theologians don't know if that was a physical thorn or it was an element of his being that he was suffering with, you know, people in the Bible, you know, some of them, like, like they said that Noah apparently was like a drunk and depressed, right? Because he got so much persecution. So sometimes we think about suffering as like the physical suffering for Christ, but overall suffering could just be denying what you want, saying no to what your body and your flesh wants versus wilding out and doing whatever the heck you want to do, right? Hello, waving my hand in the air. I've been there. There's a lot of things that I would like to do, right? Like in business, like it's very tempting, right? To like 
For instance, an example, writing everything off on your taxes and say it's a business expense, right? Like, you know that that Starbucks coffee was not for your business. Please do not even play yourself, right? So it's easy to, like, you know, go along with the crowd or to do things that you know are wrong, to lie. And this brother was talking about that kind of suffering is like always denying your flesh. Like, yeah, I do want to date that person. I do want to sleep around. I do want to do drugs. I do want to get high, right? To mask the feeling that I feel about a certain situation or myself, right? Like, I won't say that's the easy way out because in the long run, you know, heroin, I have friends that have been on heroin and cocaine. That was not easy. That was a trap. It, it led them down an even darker and deeper road, right? Not to get too off track but what I'm saying is is that the suffering is in little things but when we do press on towards the Lord when we do write to other people when we do love the person that is loving and we do care for the person that hit us you know whether it be physically spiritually emotionally that is picking up our cross and walking with Christ. And, you know, even the other day, if you know anything about the Bible, a little background about Judas. Judas is the one that portrayed Christ. And Jesus, knowing everything and living a sinless life, knew that Judas was going to betray him. So I saw this post on Facebook the other day that talked about how even though Jesus knew that Judas was going to pretty much sell him into bondage that later would result in him dying, that Jesus still served and loved him the same. Like, he even called him out. He peeped game early and was like, guess what, Judas? Like, you're going to betray me. You're going to, for, for a little bit of money, you're going to let these guards that are going to come and take me away and lead me to the cross to die a horrible death. You're going to tell them who I am and where I am and my whereabouts. But Judas was still there at the Last Supper. And so that is the kind of love we're called to. Do we get it every day? Heck to the no. Will we ever get it? Mm, no, but God's grace is sufficient for us. So when I see things like Holy Spirit, Jesus walks socks, right? Okay, yeah. Is it a free world? Do we live in a free country? I'm in America, by the way. Yeah, you you can do that. But are we cheating people? Are they thinking that this walk is easy? You know, again, anything that we obtain in life, right, you know, for the most part is work or somebody had to work for it. And the reason I say that is because, you know, when I said that, I was thinking like, well, Paris Hilton, you know, she inherited all this money, right? Like her life is, you know, pretty cheesy. She's, she's doing good. But somebody had to initially work for their status, right? Somewhere down her lineage, somebody was out there grinding so that she and, and her family and her family's family would have a better life. So nothing in this life is free, right? From the garden when Eve bit the apple and they were casted out, right? The Lord said, you're going to work, yo, in child labor. Just an example of the kind of work you're going to do. It's going to hurt, right? There'll be a blessing from it, it will be beautiful. You'll create life. But ultimately, it's going to work. You're going to have to work, you know? Work, 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 work. You know, not to reference Rihanna. Shout out to her. But just an example. Like, you are going to be working. You're going to be grinding. There's no getting around that. 
And so I feel like overall, like when you talk about, you know, Holy Spirit sweatshirts, you're really doing people a disservice because they think it's cool. They think it's great. And yeah, maybe some people will, you know, come to Christ from that. You know, I was talking to my friend Ebony, you know, shout out to her, you know, um, I'm not sure if she knows about the, the selling of the merchandise and, you know, she has her own podcast, Can Kingdom Trends, you know, check it out. We have our other podcast, podcast, can we talk about it? Check that out as well. We'll go deeper into this. Um, but I don't want to speak for her, but I know her heart and I know my heart and I, and I know that there, there is a longing that we, we want everyone to know that. This relationship goes deeper and deeper. It's more than just a sweatshirt. It's more than just, you know, socks. And like, yes, okay, maybe somebody wearing this sweatshirt will come to Christ, will say, okay, that's a sign. I need to get into my word. But I really feel like there needs to be follow-up. And I'm just really concerned about shallow society. Um, My aunt, who I love and is my mentor, my life coach, has known me since I was born, it was the first one actually to call out my name, which is super sweet, if you care. She always talks about that. She's more, you know, private to herself. I'm more extroverted. And I remember her posting an article that talked about, you know, introverts are not necessarily shy people. They're not necessarily stuck up or mean people. They're just people that are afraid of shallow society. Case in point, you know, some people try to just start up small talk with my aunt and then it just goes nowhere and it becomes messy and and she's more into authenticity. Like she wants to have a connection with you. She wants to talk with you, but she doesn't want it just to be shallow and, you know, evil and and, and not go anywhere. Like she wants to have a genuine friendship where she knows that you're for her as she is for you, right? And I I think that's my cry today from my heart. And I feel like I'm led by the Holy Spirit to say this, you know, let us not be shallow. Shallow is like talking a lot. You know, talk is cheap. Where's your action? Where's your fruit, right? Like I was talking to my dad the other day about that, like, as believers, and, and even, you know, Scratch said, if, you, if you're not a believer and you're listening to this, just as a person, right, people want to know that you're doing what you say you're doing, that you're walking the walk as you talk the talk, right? Like, come on, let's be better, right? Like, you know, our family always battles, you know, it's the battle of the bulge, right? You know, we have to make conscious decisions to be healthy because, you know, a french fry for us could be a month of jiggling later, right? Just keeping it real, right? And when we tell people like, oh, we're having a lifestyle change and we want to be better, people are, are you know, they, they give us grace, but they actually want to see us trying to be better, you know? Ain't nobody trying to be with a fitness coach that's promoting fitness when they have a beer belly, bags under their eyes, and they're losing their hair because of, you know, malnutrition, right? No shade to someone that looks like that, right? But if you're saying that you're promoting this lifestyle, people want to see you living this lifestyle. And so, again, that to me ties into the shallowness, right? Like, you know, it's one thing to have a big concert and everybody feel really good and feel really emotional, but will that sustain you 100% of the time? You have to be rooted. You have to pick up your cross and walk, and that is always 
a conscious decision on how you're going to live. And so, you know, I just feel like there's a lot of mixed messages and we have to be careful about that. You know, if you're talking about Jesus here, you're talking about karma there, you're talking about vibrations there, you're talking about energy here, it gets confusing to the general population. Again, that's no shade. We're all in different walks in life. We're all trying to, I feel like, figure it out. But like, if you're trying to proclaim something, you got to make it, you know, got to keep it funky, got to make it clear. It's all over the board and you lose people. And so, yeah, that's just my heart, I guess, today is just crying out for, you know, the shallow society, you know, let's not just be listeners, but doers of the world. People are watching. And for the Christian and the non-Christian that are listening, you know, Let's bring it back a couple steps. You know, what are you doing with your life? Are you loving people? Are you empowering them? Are you saying you're going to do something and then when we turn around, you're doing something else? It's misleading. That could be in business. That could be in friendship. You know, if you have a friend and you love them and you're like, I love you, girl. I'm for you. I love you, dude. You're my bro. And then you're talking smack about them. You're two-faced. It's a hip. It's a hypocrisy. I can't talk. It's hypocrisy. And that's dangerous. That's dangerous in love. That's dangerous in finances. That's dangerous when it comes to our walk with the Lord. So, you know, this is, again, when I'm talking, like, and the Lord is, like, giving me words to say, this is for me as well. You know, am I in my word? Am I reading the Bible? You know, I can sit up here watching the Kardashians, watching Beverly Hills Housewives all day. You know, it's fun to me. But is that something that is glorifying the Lord and helping me with my walk with him? You know, again, I'm not trying to say don't watch TV. I'm not trying to say don't listen to different podcasts. I'm definitely not trying to say don't go to work because we all need to get that coin and that bread. But, you know, let maybe we should dive into the bread of life. See that pun there? Hey, your girls got it. Branding. Hey, right? The bread of life is what's going to sustain you. So let's dive into that a little deeper. Again, any questions, concern, um, Email me at aspri, A-S-K-B-R-I-E, 123, at gmail.com. If you need any encouragement, follow me um, at briefalo, B-R-I-E-F-A-L-O-U-G-H. You know, I'm just, again, I'm a chick from around the way that had lost her way and now has been refound in Christ. So my heart's desire is that if I can ever speak life to somebody, ever love somebody, ever try to like help prevent somebody from falling to the pit of death that's what I'm here for so please reach out show some love if you you know feel so inclined to and I'm here I love dialogue I love having a conversation you know and I feel like the gospel is a lot simpler sometimes than we present it so let's dive into this relationship together and we can have a conversation converse and you know, be better people, right? Isn't that what this is about? You know, we want to be better than what we were yesterday. So, you know, hit me up. Love to hear from you all. Um, Again, asbury123 at gmail.com. Talk to you all soon. Bye-bye.